This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. New message. Hey, man, it's Devin. You know, from that time you accidentally emailed me because you thought I was a different Devin. <laughs> oh, and your email signature said confidential. If you receive this in error, please delete. <laughs> That's so you. Anyway, I heard you bought a boat. When are we set in sail, Captain? <laughs> when you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Oh, and uh, no, you did not receive this message in error. <laughs> Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Annual Premium for Basic Liability Policy not available in all states. Your work technology should help your organization run better. Monday.com is an intuitive platform designed to help teams of all sizes work better together and maximize results. With Monday.com, you can easily customize your workflows to fit your team's exact needs and create automated updates to keep everyone up to speed in real time. Experience the power of a single platform that replaces your costly tech toolbox and the headache that comes with it. To start your 14-day free trial, go to monday.com. Hi, welcome. This is That Millwall Podcast. <clears throat> this is Mickey. A uh, bit of a sore throat, but don't worry, I've not got COVID and I'm not sharing. Um, we've done a show before Remembrance Day game uh, with a couple of uh, the squaddies um, on. We were joined by, I think, Ian come in on the phone call. We were joined by um, one of the Submariners. Uh, and uh, this time, it's slightly different. We've got the Army... Uh, the the Submariners and the Army and Danny O'Callaghan is with us. And I just thought it would be good um, for those of you listening um, just to hear what it was like on the day um, from their point of view. We know what it was like. We saw it. We know what it was and everything else. But I just thought it would be good to hear um, about the day, what they thought of um, Millwall's hospitality, the fans' reception, Etc. Etc. So, look, we're going to get into that, and we're going to kick off with part one, and that's going to be straight after this interlude. See, so do big words. Hi, welcome back. This is part one. First of all, then it's only going to be polite to say good evening to Eddie, good evening to Archie, good evening to Jake, good evening to Danny, and if I start again with you, Eddie, if you want to tell us who you are and where you're from as in service-wise, and uh, and then I'll move to you, Archie, you, Jake, and then Danny will come to you last. So 
Good evening, Eddie. Welcome to the show. If you could tell us a little bit about you then. Yeah, hi. Um, real name, Martin Edwards. Uh, as with the forces, you always get a nickname and Eddie the Edwards uh, was always quite a common uh, one to have. Um, I've been in the Navy 32 years. I've been on submarines for that 32 years. Um, yeah, uh, I'm based down in the southwest. Um and I've pretty much been all over the world, as far as Australia, Singapore, America. Um, but I've always followed Millwall um, from from an early age, just through my family's roots in London. Um, I think I think the the best submarine story was with a Millwall fact about it is uh, we surfaced off Singapore during uh, just before the FA Cups uh, kicked off. And I managed to listen to it on the radio outside the captain's cabin. Um, so I wasn't in country for it, but I did sort of, uh, that was it. I, the captain surfaced submarine so I could hear it. So that was great. That's quite a good claim to faith, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The FA Cup final, you could listen to us get spanked in the sunshine <laughs> of um, of, a, of, uh, of Singapore as such. But yeah, I suppose below, yeah. were you still just above surfacing? We, we just, yeah, we basically just, so we're going through the islands um, yeah. So yeah, the semi-final I was actually in Singapore for, so I watched that then. Oh, okay, uh, that's, that's quite cool. Yeah, Archie comes from a big Millwall family. Hopefully, they'll increase our numbers by huge amounts. Um, Archie's, you're related to Harvey Brown, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, um, he's who's, who's well known. Um, and so then, Archie, tell us a bit about you, your Millwall following, and obviously, um, what you do. Where are you? Yeah, yeah, so uh, not quite as exciting as Eddie, but uh, I'm in the army, I'm in the infantry, uh, 1PWRR. I've been based out in Cyprus, I've been based out in Germany, and I'm now based in Woolwich, which I'm quite happy about because it means I can go Millwall again every weekend. Uh, as you said, uh, Millwall family from Bermondsey, yeah. <laughs> no, that's it, yeah, I know your dad. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Roy and yeah most, most of the people you know to be fair Jake come on in tell us a bit about you apart from you being a cunt but yeah come well, on yeah well I'm a good cunt that's what I am good at so yeah so um, I am also infantry as well different regiment of rifles um, I served out in two tours of Afghanistan tour of Kosovo um, was um, front line and done the proper shit uh, back then then decided uh, I wanted to go and blow stuff up and blow things. So I joined the Bugles Platoon, which doubles up as the Assault Pioneers. So we do the basic level of en- engineering for the infantry. Um, uh, yeah, Millwall through and through, tattooed on. Um, that really works for a podcast, you cock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch YouTube now to yeah, see Jake get his tits out. Yeah, they know, they know, well, they know it's tattooed on. I'm just hoping most people look. <laughs> we could have all sat there and said, what tattoo? We can't see yeah. any tattoo. Today. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, uh, my brother, like, um, for the time that was there, I brought uh, three of the veterans with me. Um, I was doing the bugling in um, what I would class as veterans kit uh, on, uh, on game day. Exactly, exactly. Yep, you were there in the middle. If you look at a picture of the three forces on the pitch, Jake's the one holding the little silver thing and is the one blowing the horn. So, uh, yeah, you, you can see the pictures of uh, of that as well. So, yeah. And we're joined by Danny O'Callaghan, um, Millwall fan, 
luckiest Millwall fan in the world, I think. He's won three <laughs> tickets from Manson Bet and he's won three tickets from someone else doing a competition on Twitter. So <laughs> if there's any competitions on Twitter and you want some yeah. advice, come and speak to Danny and uh, and he'll tell you how to win it. So um, yeah. welcome to the show, Danny. Not the first Thank time you. you've been on us. Um, you're on it because you're involved because obviously the bench at Millwall is uh, in remembrance of your brother. Yes. So bench has been there a few years now and um, yeah, such an honour to have growing up with all Bermondsey family and always Millwall through and through. Used to go Millwall with my brother um, before he passed and yeah, it's just nice that the club continue to to remember him. So. It's quite weird. I'll be a bit of a, an open disclosure to this. I... Uh, my 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 missus, my wife, her best friend died uh, 2004, November 2004. And um, he was only a young kid. He was only, what, 20-something, 20, 20 I think he was. Um, I don't even know if he was 20, to be fair. I think he was about early 20s, in fact. Where are we? I can't figure it out now in my head. But um, we used to go and see his grave all the time. And there was a bench next to his grave, what we used to sit on. So... Where it was, we used to sit down and, um, and you know, look at the surrounding area because at the time there wasn't a lot around there. It was all nice, open mm. and, and there. And it wasn't until a few years later on that it dawned on me that actually the bench I was sitting on at, um, at, the, at the cemetery was your brother's bench as well. And, yeah. and then obviously coming in with Millwall, I suddenly realised when I was found on the board and everything else coming in, obviously the connection, meeting people like uh, John Davis um, yeah. and Lee Evans and, and Spanish and, and other people like that, obviously the connection, um, what he had with the Millwall fan base and yeah, and, it, and it's gone on. They've done superb work. Um, I said it before and I say it again that Lee's bench now has been recognised as an official war memorial. It was done the Wednesday before uh, the memorial game, but obviously going forward now, it's 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 going to be done. So yeah, we, we'll get on to that a bit later on in the pod um, about the tributes to that. But we we'll start with you, Eddie. Um, do you want to run through what what your day consisted of to a degree? Um, what what you you got up to there? I mean, I know you were poppy collecting and, and drinking beer, um, but how was your day as a whole before before we went on the pitch? What what was you up to? So. Um, I was taking, or I was going with five other submariners, um, none of them being Millwall supporters, um, Man United, Rangers, you know, we spoke to Midge quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were, they were very sort of blasé about what the day was going to be like. Um, we stopped at the, uh, Witherspoons at Surrey Keys on the way over. We went, thought we'll have a couple of pints in there. Didn't buy a round in there. No one would let us buy a round. So we thought, well, this is a good start to the day. Um, got to Millwall. As we got closer to the ground, you could feel the buzz of the place. I mean, I, I you know, my, the hairs on the back of my neck would stand up when I see the place. I love it. You know, I like it's, it's just that an, anticipation of, you know, your day, the game. Um, then we met you pretty much straight away as soon as we got there. We spoke for a bit. And then we got showed around and what we were going to be doing. Had a couple more beers, settle the nerves. Um, and then I was sort of speaking to the lads of how they're getting on and whatever. And you know what? Every one of them said, what a lovely club, what a lovely atmosphere. 
and said the fans, for everyone that they've met, has been absolutely fantastic with them. Um, yeah, and as I say, the day one, it was such a privilege for me to do that, to, to you know, or I didn't walk out on the pitch. I walked around with all the fans and seeing everyone just sort of raising the roof as you walk past, you know, all the kids wanting a high five. Yeah, it, it was, yeah, big emotional day, but yeah, absolutely loved it. Thank you for I mean, that. I mean, Archie, you're, you're obviously, um, you're a massive Millwall fan. Millwall's in your blood, it's in your family's blood. Um, you know, you've got big connections to Millwall with people there and, and you know, the, the family and whatnot. But how is it for you to obviously be pitch side walking round and being involved in it? I mean, how was how was that for you? And, and obviously you were involved afterwards as well, weren't you? With the uh, putting the, the reef on the bench. Reefs, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, how we'll come on to the reef bit afterwards and a bit, you know, a bit later on, but how is it for you being there, being a Millwall fan? And can you understand now what, when Gary Rowlett sits in the interview and says, the 12th man really helped us. How loud is it being pitch side when, when Millwall fans sh- scream and shout? Oh, it's so much, so much louder. <laughs> Proper louder. It's, uh, I got told to wait to go into the middle pitch and you see how loud it really is. Then, then you know once you do it. But yeah, the, the day itself, uh, what a privilege. Uh, I've wanted to do it for so long. Uh, you've probably seen me at, at times as we was walking around the pitch. I was just staring in amazement at the fans. So, I was, you know what I mean? Uh, the poppy collecting beforehand was obviously it was good. I, I wouldn't even say that I was surprised with the way that the fans were. It's almost, you, you obviously, like you said, from, from the club, I know what it's like, I know what to expect. And we honestly are the, the best football supporters in England. And uh, the way the club treat you, it was good. You're just uh, like a celebrity for the day, really. You feel, feel more of a celebrity than the players on the pitch, the way everyone treats you. No, that's it. And I think Jake can speak for this because Jake's done, what, three years now, three times now, haven't you? Yeah, three times. Yeah. So um, our fans uphold the military um, in the highest of standards, you know, fucking Kim Kardashians and all all of them. On, on our Remembrance Day, the only people what are, are the most important are the military because um, you've given up stuff. So that we can, you know, we can sit there and talk like a cunt, do whatever it is. It, it, it is what it is. And it's our way of giving back. Um, you'll find that, you know, a lot of the times if you do poppy collections, people find shrapnel in their pocket and load it up. But you'll find with doing it here, you get lots and lots of notes. Um, you know, people just throw fucking notes at you. Uh, and those buckets get filled up double quick. Um, double quick. Um but yeah, Jake, what's your your this is your third year. What's yeah. your views on this year? So obviously last year we done it to an empty pitch. So it was, you know, still even just being there with an empty pitch, like it's it, you know, it's still a privilege. It's always a privilege to do. Yeah, last, um, sorry, last year we had to change it last minute. We had we weren't allowed the FA blocked service military going onto the pitch. Um, yeah. even though there was no one in there, but you basically couldn't go on a pitch. So what happened last year was um, the focal point become Lee's bench, didn't it? As such, uh, it was every, everything well, yeah, was no, done. I ended, up, I ended up being allowed to go um, on to the corner of the pitch and play from yeah. there as well. 
Um, yeah. And there's a lovely picture of me on the um, on the Instagram doing it. Um, yeah. But this year, having the fans back again, I've got to say it's a, it's nerve wracking because uh, you know you're only going to get it afterwards if you uh, if you drop anything, and especially at your own club. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's lucky I'm deaf and I've got ear defence really because uh, with that ear defence, at least it dulls it down a little bit. But you you're still from the moment that that first bit comes in and they say we're about to play you know we will remember them it is dead silent yet yeah, i've heard a couple of videos there is obviously one pillock singing um but you always get them everywhere um but majority of it you you can hear a pin drop as you're playing and that's a that's a scary scary fact when you're faced by you know the, the biggest small uh, the biggest small club in the world do you know what i mean I think there was it was about just under fifteen thousand there. I think um, on Saturday, and it probably sounded like there was a hundred thousand there. To be fair, um, it was immense. I mean, I was lucky enough to obviously get you all round, and 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 I'll come on to my experience of the day a bit later on. But Danny, you were there. You were in the corner in front of, um, and we got to give a shout out to Shona. Shona. It's unbelievable. If you don't know who Shona is, Shona is your sporting liaison officer for Millwall. She basically did, does the same sort of job, but to be honest with you, probably better than what I had done it as fan on the board. I was unpaid. She's paid by the club, so she's got a few more levels there, but don't take that away from her. She is a superb um, supporter liaison. When I was fan on the board, she was my uh, disabled coordinator. She looked after the disabled fans and done an absolute superb job. Um, and she's smash this job out of the park if I'm honest mate um, and Danny will probably tell you bits and bases what she's done in a minute as well but Danny how was it for you and your missus being in front of your brother's um, flag uh, and watching the whole service take place as such and then oh. obviously the, the salute in you which is obviously an ultimate mark of respect but I mean how was it for you that day well I've been to a few of these games in the past and I always know it's a special game. It's the crowd, like you just said, are just unbelievable. And I've seen them when, when Bombers walked around the pitch and things like that. And I've actually been in the crowd when they're all chanting, oh, me, oh, me, and that kind of stuff. But to actually walk around and take my position and be on the receiving end of the crowd, that's just like, like the other three just said, it's a different different atmosphere. It's absolutely immense. And then just, just waiting there and hearing as the rest of the boys walked around, just the crowd absolutely riled up for it. It's just, it's a magical feeling. It really is a, a special, special feeling. I mean, for those of you who were at the game and don't realise, basically, um, we wanted to do things slightly different this year. So, um, before kickoff, we were only going to be allowed to put a couple of reefs on the pitch. And then Billy Taylor who's obviously the communications director at Millwall, suddenly um, made a decision that we could have an extra reef on the pitch. That extra reef was Lee's um, mm-hmm. reef um, with Danny, what the service personnel, Bomber and Connor, took out. Um, and then, obviously, they brought it back to you, mm-hmm. um, which I think was a, a fantastic... I mean, you know, you look on a personal note, this is... <clears throat> 
This is so stressful for me and Mel. <laughs> um, more so to Mel than me. All I have to do is deal with a load of hairy ass squaddies um, and Navy boys and, and, and this year submariners. All I've got to do is make sure you boys are happy um, and make sure that the crazy ideas I have, Bomber can figure them into military speak and make it happen. Um, but this year... This year was very emotional. I can't remember a lot about the day. I've looked at all the pictures, and obviously, hopefully, I'll get more videos. Danny will send them over eventually once he's edited all the bits out, I think. But Danny will send me some, and other people will send some, and and I'll say more of it. And the, the couple of bits what got me the most was the rehearsal went really well. The main event, we had a couple of latecomers because they couldn't get away from people donating money to them. But it was the fact of... And you were with me, Danny. We we walked round, obviously, half the pitch to the corner yeah. where your brother was, right, in between, obviously, uh, Colblow Lane and Kitchener Stand. And it was, as we were walking round and the soldiers were taking their points on the yeah. um, on the gates, that people were coming down from, from the stands. People were walking forward and shaking your hand and saying, thank you for your service. Well done. Great for you to be here. People taking selfies with you. People, do you know what? And that's the thing why I just couldn't get my head around. And I've looked at videos because I was videoing it going, you know, I've got some other videos where I was walking around with you. Maybe I'll put one of those out soon. But it was just, it was, yeah, I suppose like I just said, it was as if you were the biggest selling recording artist in the world and everybody wanted a piece of you. But it was kids, adults, women, everybody just wanted to come and shake your hand, wanted to say thank you. And then where we were, it was just when that bugle started and everything started, you know, um, we will not forget them. You know, we will not forget them. The last, you know, the sun, the sun going down. And then Jake starts. It just then hairs on the back of your neck stood mm. up. You were just like, fuck, there's a big crowd here and it's Millwall and it just went silent. And Derby, hats off to Derby, they just, you know, their fans just took it on board and just silent. We had a few latecomers coming in who were making a noise, but they got told to shut up rather quickly and, <laughs> and it was done. But, you know, what people don't realise as well, until the Saturday before when Huddersfield did the way they did it with the last post, we weren't going to be having last post. And then, luckily enough, again with Billy, Billy's, Billy went, you know, on the day of Huddersfield, texted and went, have you seen, did you see what Huddersfield? And I was like, yeah. And he went, right. And I said, well, that's the way we've got to do it. And we've done it. And I think it was probably the right way. The bugle went superbly. The ref blew that whistle. Thank you. And Jesus Christ, when that oh. whistle went, yeah. and, they, and then the fans suddenly kicked in and went up, that was just unbelievable. And then when everyone was coming round and I made sure that I kept all the Millwall fans to walk in front of Cold Blow Lane at the, at the end of it. And you boys did what you did with the videos, getting the crowd up and all that. The crowd just suddenly lifted to another level. It was just, it was just, I mean, Archie, you were there in that bit. How was that? That yeah. was mad. Uh Maybe for not the, the one sitting in the thing, but for me at the front, what a special moment. It's lit up there with like one of the best moments of my entire life. I'm not if they'd have scored, 
if they had scored in that split second <laughs> where we were in front of that yeah. end, I've got a feeling that we would have been inundated with the players. I think the players would have just absolutely jumped on us. Yeah, it yeah. Mental. <laughs> it, it, oh, no, I, I can't put into words what what that bit was. Normally it's bomber. Bomber normally we we have something planned and I go to bomber. God, and just do what you need to do. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then this time we had about eight yeah. squaddies, all Millwall fans or so, nine, nine, ten of you who just go do what you need to do. Uh, and, you know, that's it. I sort of tell the club we're going to do this. And then I normally just, yeah, it changes and you do boys you, don't. Do you don't know what, Nicky? Sorry to interrupt. You, no, 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 go. Every time, for every person, everyone saw something from a different angle in that place. And you just said about the two boys of LA coming in, my lad's like. And I yeah. says, look, let's get on round there and get to your place. He says, look, you know, can't be helped. And I watched as they walked across the back of the pitch, and it was like the slowest Mexican wave of people yeah. standing up and applauding, yeah. and then it's, yeah. it just it just moved with them. And I was like that. I was like, that's fucking amazing. You just never see, wow. you know. But that was what I saw from there. You know, you probably wouldn't have seen that, but it did yeah. look. That looked amazing. Just then, boys just walking, you know, down that length of uh, pitch. Again, maybe to that point, uh, a lot of the crowd didn't expect that there were so many Millwall fans serving personnel until that point when we all started going mad. And I think because you relate to the crowd, it makes it that bit more personal for them. Obviously, it makes makes the atmosphere go 10 times madder. They loved it. They loved yeah, it yeah, when yeah. I started. No one liked us, and the, like they was like that. Oh, I didn't realise you was Millwall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just to clear up, we had about eight soldiers, I think it was in the end. Mm, nearly all of them were Millwall. We had a, uh, a submariner as Millwall, and we had a few navy in Millwall. Obviously, and a bomber. few veterans. Let's not and a few veterans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were all Millwall? Um, and we've done all right. I mean, next year I've I've now. Gained myself a, set, a second lieutenant who works at Ministry of Defence, who's now my liaison officer. So the RAF will be represented next year as well. Um, I think Don't we've got one of them anyway. But yeah, yes. I think we've got. I think thirty odd soldiers as what we had this year was was probably the ideal cherry number what we need. But <clears throat> better no. army for navy ratio. <laughs> yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah, you know, maybe we're, we're, we maybe we're less. <laughs> now, maybe we'll escalate it a bit next year and maybe see if we can talk the club into doing uh, with Husky, maybe doing a half a half time um cross by a challenge between the Navy and the Army. Wow. <laughs> Do you know what wow. I mean? That, that, would, oh, be, that would be wicked, wow. wouldn't it? There's an idea. If you want it to happen, then obviously just turn around and say we've got to have it. Peer pressure can make it happen. Um yes. I could see that'd Husky. Be quality, yeah. do, but that'd be quality, wouldn't it? Do you know I'll what be I mean? practicing all year for that. <laughs> 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 Mick, just to throw in, so just to throw in one of, so my 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 uh, my brother was one of the veterans on the day, um, and we had a couple of others, and one of the veterans there was a Tottenham fan, and even he said to me they have never ever had, but like my brother's uh, my my brother's view on things is uh, slightly different to what I am, because um, I'm a bugler, I've, I've seen the public and everything like that. He's, he's never had or never felt so appreciated in his life that he was so stunned by the way that he was treated and accepted and everything like that. And he would, he said, I've, I've never felt like that before. Um, and to hear that from your little brother, 
because <clears throat> it, it, it's a bit blasé to me because I do this quite. I, I, you know, I I do all these events and stuff. Sunday I done an event. Saturday I was on the Lord Mayor's show. Um, this this weekend I'm used to all these big events, but to hear it from someone, you know, that's you know done a tour, done, done had, had a bit of an hard time out there, and then had an hard time getting out the army to go. Do you know what? Just to have that, just to have them, you know, fifteen thousand people appreciate me. People that you know we are through and through the club together. I love them. <clears throat> I don't think there was one person there, mate, who would have said a bad word against you. No. Um, <clears throat> I think it's it's one of those days that in our calendar is just superb. Um, you know, it, 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 it's 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 great. I mean. Eddie, before we break for part two, what was one standout moment from the whole of the day? And fuck's sake, please don't say Weatherspoons. Um, <laughs> what, what, hang on, hang on, hang on. What part of the day in in the surrounding area of Millwall was in fucking not outside it um, stuck out for for you that day? It's just going to be. Um... Carrying the wreath round on the pitch, you know, and laying it uh, cold blow lane end, you know, putting it behind the goal. I was a bit gutted that they'd already kicked off before I got it down there, you know, being the last one down there. But um, yeah, the buzz of the place, um, the generosity of the fans, you know, the respect from the fans. Um, I don't know. Millwall always got uh, always got the wrong end of publicity. And you know what? I, I, you know, occasionally, all right, yeah, we might be a bit fucking wrong at, at times, but you know, it's, it's one hell of a club. And I'll tell you what, I'm, I was proud as punch to be there. And yeah, that's me defining bit of the day is actually being out there to go and do that. Yeah, no, I understand. Archie, what's your standout moment? I've already mentioned it. That moment when we was in front of Cold Blow Lane, going mental, different level. <laughs> Jake's moment is that he didn't fuck it up. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's exactly what it is, mate. Like, there's, there's no <clears throat> listen to be able to sit there and sit there and go to anybody. I was able to go to my club and play last, uh, play last post for any bugler in any regiment in any whatever. Like, if, if you're a football, rugby, whatever fan, to go to your place that you've always wanted to do it and do it. Bearing in mind, I've been Buckingham Palace, I've done Windsor Castle, I've done Tower. All right, fucking hell. Fucking hell. Do you know what I mean? But Millwall's always the best because the reaction you get from it is just there is there's no other no other feeling to it. No, no, that's it. I mean, Danny, I I can think what your one is, and we're going to a bit more detail in, in part two on that, but I mean, what was your standout moment? Yeah, well, you you alluded to it a little bit earlier when we were me and you were standing next to the flag on the corner and as as every single member of the forces came past, they all chucked up a salute to me. And obviously honouring my brother, that obviously puts tingles on the back of your neck and that, that was, level of respect shown there is yeah, that was absolutely amazing. That was an unbelievable mm. uh, it was an unbelievable gesture, an unbelievable um thing they did. And I was standing next to you. Mm. Um and <clears throat> I I was honoured to be able to stand next to you and take that in and it knocked me back to a degree. Um, so fuck knows what it did for you and your missus oh. being there. Um, but yeah, it sort of, it, it, it knocks you bandy. And I, I, I just, me, uh, just it was just over, my mum saw the video online and 
she literally just brought a tear to her eye just well, that, to see that. So, well, I loaded that video online on TikTok. Okay, TikTok, whatever you want. But that video of them saluting you and your brother, or saluting you in memory of your brother, has as of when I come on here. Let me just double check quickly. It's it's now been seen over 120,000 times. Oh, wow. Amazing, that is. Uh, and, and unlike with certain bits of pieces, it tells you what's what, but most people, I think it's something like over 540 hours. It's a timeless story, a story of graciousness and grandeur. It's the story of America's largest home, of endless gardens and leisurely strolls through rolling green meadows. Come walk in the footsteps of the Vanderbilt family and experience all there is to see and do at Biltmore. Your story awaits. Plan your visit at Biltmore.com. On August 25th... I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. Um, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really gonna have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. People have actually, you know, watched for a, you know, a 30, 40 second video um, and I That's think the amazing. Average, the average time is about 20 odd seconds where people will probably watch a bit of it flick through, but over 120,000. So if you're on TikTok, it's at Millwall Pod. Go have a look at the video, give us a like, add a comment. Uh, I shared the comments with you earlier, and there's a mm. lot of ex veterans and even just supporters of other clubs throughout the country. It's amazing. Even yeah. West Ham fans and things like that just writing yeah. how amazing it was. So it uh, just goes to show that that respect, it just, it's beyond support, it's beyond rivalries it's that is it completely completely so look we're going to win part one here we're going to be straight back in a minute with part two and uh we'll talk a bit more about uh lee's bench and we'll talk a bit more about um the service what took place after the game um and anything else really to finish so yeah we'll be back straight after this everyone all right yeah yeah all right. If none of you know, England's just won 10-0. <laughs> What's that? England's just won 10-0. Welcome back um, to part two. In case you wanted to know, England's just won 10-0. Um, and one of the people on this chat has won a fortune on the back of that result. Um, but we'll let you go there. So um, I've got a couple of pictures really to go from the day here, which... Doesn't mean anything to you boys and girls listening to us on a podcast, but you'd have to go to YouTube to have a look. Um, one of the things, obviously, from the day, um, what I wanted to do from the beginning, I'll come back to the pictures, I can put them in afterwards, was um, not so much the Submariner boys, but um, the Albert McKenzie um, which if I had Navy boys on, we could do it. Typical Navy, mate. Not there for the final showing. Um, <laughs> I think Bombers cut Rick Arsene on the weekend. And I think Bombers recovering from this weekend as well. 
<laughs> well, yeah, he's got. He, he, for those who don't know, Bomber did um, Remembrance Day yesterday at the Cenotaph. Um, he does that every year, and he's got other bits and pieces on as well. So, yeah, he he, he works hard around this time of the year. Um, Albert McKenzie, obviously a national um, hero around our way. Uh, outside Manzies, there's a statue of him on Tower Bridge Road. He won the VC. Um, pretty much Google him and find out about him, but he's an absolute hero. We have now incorporated um, that trophy as such onto our Remembrance Day game where we do a presentation. John Berylson's presented it to the winner before. Uh, Steve Kavanagh uh, has presented it. It's the last couple of years where we've done it and some other people have presented over time. This year was Brian King. Brian King um, presented it and he was absolutely honoured um, to meet a lot of you. Uh, and, and see, obviously, those people who were there, which is great. It just adds to the part of the day. Um, I The game could have done with a win, would have been great, um, rather than, you know, the way it, it went as such, but it, it is what it is. But after the game um, and everybody had left, we all met. And we then proceeded to pick the reefs up and Bomber um, got you all lined up outside uh, around the Coldblow Lane end and you basically marched all the way back round to um, Lee's bench um, and placed the, the reefs on the bench and everything else. Um, Archie, you were involved in that. And so are you, Jay. Eddie, you were there, but I don't think you, you carried one, did you? You didn't carry a reef, did you? No, my, my reef stayed down Coldblow Lane end, I think. Well, no, I think they, they all come up. All the oh, reefs come they? up in the end. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. All, all the reefs come up. Um, and we come back to you, actually, there with your Submariner's badge thing. But how is it for you, Archie, to remember? Because you serve in the same battalion, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So collecting the reefs and continuing the service afterwards onto Lee's bench to be the focal point. How was that for you? And, and, and yeah, really just how was that part of the, the commemoration, I suppose is the right word, not celebration, the commemoration. Um, how was that for you afterwards? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, it, obviously it was an honor. It was a privilege. Uh, it's good to have been there as a representation from the same battalion as what Lee is. Obviously always growing up, he's always been, He's an, he's, a, he's a, like a known hero around the area and also within the battalion. He's, he's not forgotten in the battalion. Uh, you see his name every day uh, on the war memorial and stuff. And whenever the remembrance period comes up, um, he's, he's what, obviously the main face of the day and stuff. So, yeah, it was an honour. I'm, I'm happy I got to do it and uh, lay a wreath with the regimental cap badge on his behalf. Jake? You had a you had a, um, a, a you had a, a a shaky start to the second last post, didn't you? Well, yeah, that's what happens when you consume alcohol and don't get told you're going to play outside. Uh, <laughs> right. So yeah, um, but uh, you know, for me, I, I, I've lost a fair few friends uh, in my service and lost quite a lot of people I've known. Like my regiment suffered. Um, you know, 56, if I remember off the top of my head, 56 all in all 
in the time that we've been about, which we formed in 2007. Um, so, yeah, to do it for any anybody that's lost their life during that during that time period or, or in the past, it's it's always a pleasure to meet the family. I've you know pleasure a pleasure meeting Dan. I was an ex cadet in the same um, sector as um, the uh, the O'Callaghan's, so I knew of I knew of um, um, I knew of Danny. I know of his brother. I also knew of Chris Raymond, who was also in the same regiment as them. Um, yeah, so it was, it was, it was a privilege. It was, you know, daunting as well, because um, you always want to put on the best that you can, and especially when you have people there that are actually family to that person you're remembering. So, but again. Yeah, no. No, I understand. I mean, Danny, you were you were obviously next to the bench. You, you said a couple of words afterwards, but I mean, how was it to you and your family? A sort of bit of a, a bit of a spot here, but Millwall fans have never ever let your brother be forgotten. No, from it's... from the campaign in Woolwich to get a, a street named after him, to arrange fund. Uh, and get a bench, speak to the club to get that bench laid there. Um, you know, the fact that the club arranged to get the flag put in there for you, mm. which is there permanently. Um, you know, another fan got the bench recognized. I mean, mm. it's not gonna, it's not gonna bring your brother back, and I'm not pretending no. it does, but it, it must be a nice solace as such to your family to oh. know actually that. There's somewhere there at the club he loved where you can always go have a sit down and sort of be with him to a degree. Um, Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, how was that part? And I know it sounds a bit, you know, not, I don't feel right saying how does it feel to you because, you know, I I don't want to, but I just think that it's, it, it, it's for people who don't necessarily know the story with mm. your brother and everything else. It just sort of it brings it in. So yeah, I do apologise for no, no, don't apologise. I mean, um, how was it on the last part? Yeah, the last part is obviously we collected the reefs and I, I, I sort of stood just behind the guys as they was marching round to the bench, and just as they were sort of cutting through the, the crowd of people leaving, and of these are people who are sort of disappointed with the result of the day and things like that, but they still sort of. As soon as the guys were marching past, everyone stood still and was silent. Even the little kids were looking up, going, "Look, look, look! It's the army! It's the army!" And you could just see like how proud the kids were just to see everyone just forming up for that one last time. And yeah, just just laying the reef, and even a little small group of people came and had held a flag up at the back. And again, like I said, as, as Jake played the last post again, it was silent again. And it's just this club never just never fails me, never fails to amaze me. Like you said, it's been seventeen years now, and all those things you mentioned that the club have done—they're they're, they're more recent things. Even even sort of the day after my brother died, the club sort of got in touch with our family and is inviting us to games and allowed us to to put a flag out even back then, and even gave me tickets to come and watch Mill versus Veranvaros in the UEFA Cup and yeah. 
I can imagine there weren't too many of them floating around. So small tokens and gestures like that is just the, the, the club just always, always impress us. The the second time Jake played the last post um, in front of Lee's bench, it was strange. We were standing there and obviously um, I videoed it and then I stepped into the middle when um, when Jake was playing the last post. And the reason I videoed it was so that other people could see it because mm. we didn't publicise it. It wasn't about publicising it. We knew it was going to happen, but the problem was that we couldn't necessarily over-publicise because the last thing we needed was 15,000 fans standing in the car park <laughs> would have caused us um, headaches with the old bill and trying to get coaches out and everything else. So, you know, it was done for, for whatever reason. You know, there was quite a few people who stayed behind. But there was a lady standing next to me. And as soon as Jake hit that first note, she was in bits. Mm. And afterwards, she turned and she'd obviously understood that, you know, I was something to do with all this and, and put it all together. She just turned around and she, she thanked me. And I went, why are you thanking me? She went, Every time I hear last post, I remember my uncle, and she was my age. And, and you know, he died in, in service in Afghanistan. And you're like, it, it's those little tiny bits, what I think makes the day important. You know, um, yes, I've spoken to you about Lee. We've done a podcast about Lee. We, we've mm. spoken about, you know, everything about Lee. Lee was your older brother. We went through there and we understand. I, I suppose it's... To me, the, that that day we've just, and I'm not saying it's you. I, I see what it means to you for about that day, but it was, it was weird that that day, and probably some of you, there was lots of people crying. Mm. There was lots of people showing emotion that day. What I didn't really expect. I've not, you know, I've seen it, but I've not really. Think, and and again, it's hard to to say. But the day to me is just a blur. Um, I need to make sure you're here at this time. I need to make sure you're there at that time. I need to make sure that I get you in the boxes. I need to make sure I get you in the exec lounge. I need to make sure I get you here, there, everywhere else. So the day to me is is a blur. I I, I run around. I mean, that day, I think I've done best part of about eight miles, um, about hmm. 100, just over 100 steps, uh, 100 floors. So my day is running around left, right, centre. I've got Mel who does all the poppy stuff who I have to say fucking works tirelessly, um, especially this year to get everything done. But this year just seemed very, very emotional. There was lots of people who seemed to be affected by what went on this year. Um, but I, I, I don't know. Um, what's what? One thing before we, we look towards the end was, and there is a video of it, um, but there's two questions for Eddie. One, Eddie, why were there so many Submariners in London that weekend? Right, so Submarine Remembrance, we do a week before the Cenotaph. Uh, we've got our own memorial on the embankment, uh, just opposite um, Middle Temple Gardens. Um, we meet there um, every, every Sunday before the Cenotaph, uh, 10 o'clock in the morning. And you'll find you've probably got three, three and a half hundred service in uniform. And it's probably the largest amount of Navy you'll have in London at any time. Um, I think when you've got the Cenotaph, you might have the Guard of 120. 
and a few others, but you never get the, the amount of people that we bring up to London. And you know what? The I think you find there was 123 submarines lost um, between the first um, and second and the Second World Wars, and that's not 123 people. That's 123 crews. And then you start working out the numbers of you know and how dangerous the job was. Um, and we're still proving it's still a dangerous job today. Um, the Malaysian submarine went down uh, or the, earlier this year, uh, losing 48 lives. And then there was the Argentine and uh, one that had an explosion on, and that I think it was two years ago. And that was another 44 lives lost there. Um, and you know what? Doesn't matter what country they're from. We're, we're that band of brothers. We'll actually respect their families, and you know. Um, I did find out um, the other day uh, between the naval bases we'd we'd raised forty eight thousand pounds, and that went to uh, one of the ships was out in Malaysia, and they presented a check so that all the families had some money. You know, I mean, it doesn't bring their sons, daughters, or whatever back, but it was it was something we did for them, and you know, uh, the I think it was the Malaysian president was very sort of pleased with our our generosity, and you know, we were. We, we are all a brotherhood, and you know what, Army, Navy, Air Force, we, we you know, we, we do all respect each other, um, and you know, but yeah, we do that all on, we do that on a Sunday, and we, we remember, you know, we remember our fallen brothers as well. One thing, what again, I know there's a video, and people might have seen it, people might not have seen it. Um, check out the full video that's on uh, our YouTube channel if you you want to um, see what they look like as well on the day. Your boys, um, what was a, a fantastic gesture and a great moment, to be fair. Um, at the bench, if you've, if you've not seen the bench at Millwall, there's a bench at Millwall, um, which is Lee, Leo Callahan's bench. And then above there is a, a, another tribute, um, a plaque. Again, a Millwall forum um, raised money for that. Hoff House of Fun, whichever way you want to call it. You know, people slag it off, but it does fucking unbelievable amounts of good things for charity from that site. Um, there's a, a plaque for Lee Rigby, uh, a good quality stone plaque for Lee Rigby. And your boys come over and ripped off uh, their dolphins, put one on Lee's bench and then um, put one on uh, Lee Rigby's plaque. And I'll explain where they've gone so that people don't think someone's nicked them in a minute. But <laughs> what do they mean? What did that? What 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 does that? What does it mean, Eddie? So, the, the submarine dolphins are presented to uh, the submariner when he's qualified. Um, it's not an easy qualification. If you were a chef on board, you'd have to know the same as what the engineer would know in isolating HB air bursts, oil bursts. <clears> you know um, how to shut down bulkheads if there's a fire. It's all it's all life learning stuff, and these guys get these dolphins a little bit more extra money for it, um, just for the knowledge, and they're not easy to earn. Um, you know, the the bench and the plaque uh, are two lives, you know, lost. Um, doing what we do, you know, we we do what we do for our queen and country, and they were doing exactly the same, and. Uh, you know what? It's it's an honour to actually. There's nothing else I could do to show my respect for for both the lads, really, and that's why we put the one on the uh, 
on the bench and uh, one on the, the plaque. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, mate. I, I switch my mic off every every show. It's common practice now, so yeah, don't worry. Um, what I what I done with them is I took them off the bench. They were there, and then I took them off um, because I didn't want them to get damaged or go missing. I think there is a better way. So what I did with the one on Lee's bench was I gave it to Danny, and I think, Danny, you've given it to your mum. Yeah. yeah. And what we've done with the Lee Rigby one is um, Mel's still in talk, still talking to um, Lynn Rigby, which is Lee's mum, um, and I think she's going to be in touch with with you, Eddie, just to get us something written up of, of what it meant and, and whatnot from you boys. But then she's going to, um, she's going to send that to Lee Rigby's mum as well. Um, yeah. Because I think it's, it's nice for them both to have that. It was respected um, to their sons. Um, it wasn't done for a, a show of, um, you know, for likes or look at me or whatever. And I think it's a personal item what, you know, they probably not had, they're probably never going to get. And I just think it's something for them to keep um, and go from there. So, yeah. Well, look, gents, we've been on for nearly an hour. Um, I can't thank you enough for coming on. Um, we go around the table again. We'll start with you, Eddie, and then you, Archie, you, Danny, and then I'll finish with you, Jake. But have you got... Any final message or anything you want to say? You can be anything you want. You know, if you can remember someone who's fallen, you can do whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. Um, but I'll leave the final words to you, boys, before I close out. So we'll start with you, Eddie. Um, yeah, as I say, the day was amazing. Um, when I walked into the stand at Pablo Lane End, um, a lad just got up out of his seat, come over to me, tapped me on the shoulder. And then he flashed his ID card and he went, uh, I'm a fellow submariner. I was like, all oh, right, another Millwall fan, brilliant, blah, blah, blah. And he was actually on my old submarine. So I thought that was a nice thing to do. So you sort of, you, you weave your way through the day and I thought, right, yeah, okay, I'll go and meet up with the rest of the lads or whatever. Um, but up in, up in the uh, exec lounge, the generosity, um, I think you were uh, auctioning the um, RBL Millwall badge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. 170 squidly diddlies for that. And I was like, I was well impressed. That was, that, that, sorry, that was the Millwall badge. That was the Millwall Club emblem with a poppy. That's the it. British Legion one, what you can buy for a fiver. It was our last one what Mel had. And some guy paid £170 for it. Yeah. So then after you did that, I was like, right, set of dolphins, see how much we get for these badges. And then they went for 110 quid, um, which Mel had a bit of snakes trying to get that sort of money into the uh, chargey thing, wasn't it? The old uh, <laughs> this thing. Um, but overall, you know, yeah, hell of a day. Um, Millwall treated us like fucking royalty. It, it was absolutely amazing. Um, and I got to meet a load of new people. Um, it was a fella up there that in the bar. He was telling me about my granddad. And do you know what? That that tugged on a few art strings as well. So, um, yeah, I'll just say hello I mean, to any family that are listening to this because they probably all will now. Now they're not being on it anyhow. So that'd be the Usbys and the Francis's and uh, the other Edwardses. So, 
And you got uh, to meet someone you hadn't seen for a long time as well with with, with Veronica, Veronica as well. So, yeah. 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 As I say, she's been a friend for many, many years, and you know, yeah, she hasn't changed a bit. So no, no, and just... yeah, and uh, you know what, Mickey, we'll do this again. Thanks very much for that. No, we will, Archie. Uh, thank you to everyone that was there on the day for making it so special and treating us like royalty. Uh, thank you to you, Mick, for making it happen. And thank you to anyone else in the club Mel. that was involved to make it happen. Mel, thank Mel you. Does all the day. She's a boss, isn't she? She's a fucking yeah. slave driver, is Mel. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you all for making it so special. Uh, the way this club does things is, is really, really different to all the clubs and uh, not to long winter, I think, but my regiment, uh, we recruit from all the south, uh, southeast England. So we've got all the London clubs. We've got Pompey, we've got Southampton. And as much as it pains me to admit, we've got a lot of West Ham. But so, the way that when when people back at my battalion see the way that this club does things, they're just in disbelief. And Mills is just everyone in this battalion loves Mill. I've converted three people from other clubs to support him and bringing them down. So, yeah. <laughs> Special club. I'll come to you first, Jake, and then I'll finish with Danny because it's it's going in order on my screen. So, Jake. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, like thank you, uh, thank you for everybody. Thank you for the respect shown in your silence. Um, where, where, when you know we're doing the remembrance service. Um, you know, thank you for the appreciation you give us all. Like it, it is appreciated and. You know, we will always, you know, try and give our appreciation back where uh, where we can when we're at the club. But um, yeah, if we would have scored that second goal, mate, the bugle was going. Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I was literally. I had about ten people telling me you're going to play when they score. I'm like, yeah, don't worry, I will be. Don't worry, it's no, going. The red um, card. If you would have done it for that red card. Yeah, yeah, that would be frustrating. <laughs> But no, like, you know, as I said, we, as everybody said, this club does. So um, part of my regiment goes and does, or usually goes and does the remembrance service at West Ham. Um, when one of my lads done it, uh, not last year, year before. Taxpayer um, funded who stadium. Was, yeah, who was a West, who was a West Ham fan. He come through the stadium and said, "Listen, like you lot do it ten times better than what West Ham. West Ham they are so restricted. Rah rah rah. Millwall, yeah, you go and do what you want. You can do the the fans are much more appreciated. He was like that. I'm 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 generally disgusted at how we're treated there to what what you lot are treated here. So Millwall, do keep doing what you're doing because you are the number one club." that everybody always says looks after their veterans, looks after their soldiers and, you know, just shows that appreciation. And been to the fans. Just been reading my notes, haven't you, Jay? Yeah. We, <laughs> and, just, you know, fans just, you know, we've got to keep supporting the club. It doesn't matter. We, we drew. Keep uh, keep pushing, you know, keep pushing with the club. We're doing all right. Let's keep going. Uh, welcome pushing. to the Jay Party political broadcast now. Yeah, boy. <laughs> I'm done now. You can move on. On behalf of the Rowett in, on behalf of the Rowett in party, um, yeah, let's let's not start on a Rowett out support. No, who had, not, yeah, who had an arm? Who had a member of the armed forces go up to do a poppy collection in a box and um, went? No, I'm all right. I've got one. And he went. 
you want to put some in? And he went, no, I've got one. I don't need any more. And he didn't bother sticking his hand in. But don't worry, you probably got loads of top chat. Oops. Anyway, Danny. Um, yes. <laughs> your final message, mate, before I close down. I just, oh, really, just a, a massive thank you to not only yourself, Mickey, but everyone involved at Mill Football Club for just never forgetting. And it's not just my brother, it's everyone who's passed and just putting on a day like this for, for you guys, like for Eddie, Archie, Jake, you, for you, your colleagues and everyone. It's just what you deserve. So it's just a massive thank you to, to the club and to all the community and all the supporters who, who never forget Lee and his memory. So I just want to say that Millwall is the forces club. End of story. There is no in-between. Um, you know, in England... We are by far head and shoulders above anyone else. Yeah, in Scotland, we give it to Rangers. We're affiliated to a degree with Rangers. Our fans like Rangers, etc. But in England, I don't think there's any other greater club than Millwall who remembers our, our fallen, our serving, our veterans, um, anyone to it. I'd like to say a massive thanks to Mel um, for putting up for me for year to year. Um with mad ideas. She does the whole of the poppy day collection, all your poppies, all your badges, all your bits and pieces. What go with that? That's all her. The bit with the armed forces is all me and we're left to go. But I'd like to say thank you to Billy Taylor. I'd like to say a massive thank you for Shona being involved in this year. Um, Steve Cavanaugh, John Berylson for allowing two Millwall fans to do this on behalf of the club. And they do let us do it. Um, they tell us, you know, what's going on, what they want, you know, if there's anything what they want done or their liaise with the clubs for us and tell us what outcomes are and everything else. Um, but they let me and Mel do it. And it's probably one of the greatest honours I could possibly ever do to be able to remember a fallen, serving veterans on behalf of the entire Millwall fan base and hopefully what we do they enjoy and they feel proud of doing it so I'm going to leave it here
This week on RVER, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Hey, Chief, we got a damaged RV on its way to the OR. Well, that sounds like a job for the new head of RV surgery. <laughs> Wait, are you promoting me? Congrats, Martinez. Doctor, that RV's flatlining. Well, that sounds like a job for the new head of nursing. So you're just promoting everyone now? Yeah, kind of looks that way, doesn't it? When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered. See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Covered subject to policy terms. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.